I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Notre Dame pulling off a win that we will be talking about. Man, it'll be like, guys, do you remember that Notre Dame Duke game in 2023? Just what a crazy, crazy game for Notre Dame winning 21 to 14 live on YouTube. What, within two, three minutes of the game hitting uh, the final clock hitting triple zeros. We're going to talk all about it. Please hit the thumbs up if you're watching live, watching back. Subscribe to our channel for more content. If you're listening via podcast, please leave us a kind review if you like our shows. really helps support us. Tim, again, game just ended. What is going on in the mind of lifelong Notre Dame fan Tim Hyde right now? Oh, my God. I mean, it's fun. Let me turn my uh, – let me plug this thing in. I mean, seriously, Mike, I am like – I texted you. I said, give me a minute. <laughs> no minute, man. We're, oh, man. 30 seconds. I mean, that's, like, that's all you got. My hands are so red. I was clapping like crazy down in my football office in the basement. Uh, I mean, seriously, my heart, my heart's pumping. I mean, you know, the announcer said it perfect. Season on the, season on the line. Season, seriously, season on the line, Mike. If they don't go down there, you know, we started – texting with i mean seriously this if they don't come out of this thing with the w man it is it's a mess because something's gonna you know what i mean it's gonna be hard to rally you're looking at another eight and four season outback bull dude it still may get there i don't think it will um this was oh my god i mean seriously this was i mean this was just a gut-wrenching survival game It's, it's, it's really what it was it was pure survival after last week, Notre Dame came out that first drive, boom, balls of energy. They do the fake punt. They run it down. They're up seven, nothing, get the interception. You're, I'm like, Oh my God, they're going to just, I mean, they're going to smash Duke, just suck all the emotion out the faces of the Duke fans and the players on the sideline after Watts had the pick. And then Duke just was relentless. Notre Dame, just emotional roller coaster, limited focus. When you're looking at a dozen penalties and whatnot, we'll get into all that crap, but Huge win. Congrats to Notre Dame for finding a way for Sam. I mean, Mike, third and 16? Third and 16, correct? Wasn't it fourth? Oh, it's it fourth was down. fourth what am I down. I, I'm telling you, I lost track, man. I can't watch. I can't, fourth down. Fourth down. 
Yeah, it was fourth. That's right, because they had the the the, the pass interference on Tobias. Fourth down, dude. Fourth down scramble. First off, he's running. I knew it was you know almost twenty yards. He looked slow as molasses. I didn't. I it looked like he was running five yards, and I was like, oh my god, he got the first down, dude. That's just pure, pure guts, pure will to go out there and get that thing somehow, some way. Um, horrible night by him. I mean, we'll get into that. I mean, seriously, he was he was not good. Obviously, they're I mean, they're playing with what two receivers and you know, and a janitor at outside, it looked like, you know, thank God, uh, you know, Evan showed up tonight. Um, it was a mess. They couldn't run the ball outside of like two or three runs. Defense was outstanding for like 75% of the night. And then Duke just had big turnout runs, which goes back to the physical factor coming off of last week. Duke is, I, I was blown. I've watched two Duke games fully with the Clemson and the Yukon. These, those dudes were physical up there tonight and um they found a way man they they found a way mike seriously that's where that's where i'm at so let's get rolling ask questions and um i'll figure out what the heck i'm gonna say as we go All right, well tim I'm, i want to give my take on this game oh, i actually please. wrote out kind of my take i think at like halftime because i was like i know where this thing's going and then i didn't know where it was going um, you know, when, when Duke took that lead, I'm like, oh my God, Duke's seriously about to win. Tim Notre Dame was inside their own three yard line on that final drive. Oh my, all right, we're, we're, we're going to go play by play. We're going to talk about the final drive, but this is what I need folks to understand. Notre Dame is coming off of a crushing last second loss in the biggest home game for this program since 2005. They're on the road against an undefeated Duke team. College game day is there. Duke's defense is very good. Notre Dame played with three wide receivers. Guys, it's not always going to be pretty. That was as ugly as a win is going to get. But Notre Dame just got that win. And he even covered the spread while they were at it, too. I mean, Tim. Just get that was a war of a game. You go in, you get the win, you get the hell out. Congratulations to Notre hey, Dame. Oh for 10, Mike. Oh for 10. 10 third downs in a row they had not completed until that Mitchell Evans. 10 in a row. Okay. I can't even miss 10 layups in a row. Okay. I'm gonna make one. Oh for 10 on third downs until that Evans. And then just the Rico. Yeah, hey, when he slipped, it felt like last week with the Ohio State thing, you know, with DJ Brown dropping the pick, and you're like, oh, here comes the Buckeyes. That guy slips, you know, Rico gets it. And um, I was like, all right, oh my God, Notre Dame's gonna get down there. And you know, and you know, and you know, me and uh Schrader, it's like every time I see that guy, I just want to, you know, punch a pillow. But I'm like, oh my God, please not Schrader at yeah. the end. But what a run by estimate just to knock that but 30 yards out. Um Awesome. I mean, awesome. I mean, seriously, how, how long was the final drive? I, I couldn't even chart it. I'm walking around in circles. Yeah, it was, what was it? Um, 90 something yards. Cause they pinned the Leonard. Ten, yeah. 10 plays, 95 yards. I guess it, it, it really was 97, but I guess they don't count the, the you know, the little false start or whatever it was, the penalty to, to move it back a little bit, but in, in two minutes and four seconds, it just felt like, um, 
just you know just real quick for all the old timers out there it was like uh a lot like the ucla game in 06 notre dame was sleeping you know but that was at home that wasn't like you're saying mike perfect like game day duke undefeated they've already beaten a top i i you know i know notre dame was 11 and you know and duke beat clemson who was nine they beat before that, their last top 10 win was Clemson in 89 when they had Steve Spurrier. They beat number seven Clemson. They beat they beat Notre Dame tonight. It's it's the biggest win in program history. I mean, they yeah. are seconds away from the biggest win in program history to where Notre Dame is a is a program and things of that nature. Uh, I mean, Duke's got – I think I, I, I put some stats down on the message board. Duke's got 15 seasons of two wins or less in their in their history of the program. It's like – it's it's crazy when you start looking at them. They've been ranked, Mike, since 1960 twice, twice, 1960, and then 2013. That's it. That's it. And uh, before that, it was you know before World War II. So what? I mean, this they are seconds away. Mark, I mean, I'm telling you, man, Marcus Freeman, he needs to, yeah, he needs to go have a couple of. Uh, Adult sodas and uh, make that a double, and um, look at him. And just yeah, he needs to just be like, take a deep breath, refocus his program, this team. They got to come back and do an un- another undefeated Louisville, the same atmosphere as he's going to do tonight. But you're right, Mike. They had to get through four quarters tonight somehow, some way, and they did. They did. What? Wow. It, okay. It's it's a huge wow. It's a huge wow game. You listen, know, listen, listen, folks. I, I I'm like, how can you watch that game? And the first thing you do, I'm gonna run to that blue and gold YouTube channel and shit on Tobias Merriweather right now. I oh, mean, uh, we'll, we'll get to Tobias, but I mean, of I mean, of all of the things, like let's, like, I, I just I can't with that. I can't with that. Just somebody just said they climbed out of the grave and. In, in the chat right here, yes. That, I mean, pin that thing. That, exactly. They climbed out of the grave. Notre Dame had all the mojo early. They kind of lost it right before halftime. Duke had a nice drive going to Riley Leonard. Yeah, right there. And they started um, getting the mojo. You know, they missed two field goals. Let's don't forget. Two chip shots. That one right before halftime, and then Duke came out in the second half, and they're like, we're just going to run it. That goes back to Notre Dame's defensive philosophy is they just play six in the box all time. Because they're playing nickel. They're always in two high safeties. So they only play six in the box. You can't stop. And they're running counter, guard tackle, old school counter tray back in the, you know, John Riggins, Redskin days in the 80s, old school counter. And you you can't stop counter with six in the box. So asking those guys to do that is crazy. And um, they they got it out of win, man. Yeah. I'm going to shut you a text if you can can read that. But – uh. Oh man. Um, okay. We got 10 super chats already. Uh, so you guys have been absolutely fantastic. So we're going to go through these in chronological order that they, they came in. So, uh, T D D P five, seven, four says TM five needs to hit the portal at this point. Yeah. Like I said, uh, he, he, he wasn't great. Four targets, a drop. I, he got only got credited with one drop. It might've been two, I was saying um, two. <laughs> yeah, zero receptions. Yeah, not not a great game. The the offensive pass interference. Just yeah, not not a good game for Tobias Merriweather. The staff continues to play him, but he's... three drops. But the one was like behind him in the down in the red zone. Hart, Hartman was inaccurate, a little behind him. It would have been a great catch. So 
And then I'm counting the, the past interference. Yeah. Trash. Yep. Thanks for the super chat, though. It says trash. Uh, I, I want to say I'm used to the mood swings, but I can't watch the Bush Push on TV. Sunday, even defeat in person, watched all 12 great Notre Dame win. Man, you, you, you get the win. I mean, the wow. Tim, our Ohio State post game show, I mean, literally one play at the with, with two seconds left in the game determines whether we are coming on this show and we are joyful or we are in despair. Huh. And uh, and we haven't even talked about the Audrey Gas move. We're going to dive into the last drive. We're going to talk about all the individual players. Uh, but like, just we go from and I'm reading you and and Tim. Oh, I'm stunned. You and Goolsby texting, oh, and I'm my like, God. gracious, Tim, you're all over the place. It, it, it just the, uh, thirty seconds left in the game. And oh, the emotions. I'm talking about a just horrific defeat and all of the super chats are now about just like, Oh my gosh, it's Freeman on the hot seat to now a, a seven point win over a ranked team on the road. That Mike, everything you just said, you could flip it around the other way. Exactly. It's like if Notre Dame doesn't come out of this thing, Oh God. Yeah. Free. Cause Notre Dame would, I mean, Notre Dame's looking at an eight and four season and back to back with Freeman and people would start scratching their head. Like, what are we doing in South Bend? That's how close they were to that. So, I mean, seriously, I'm, I'm stunned. I'm stunned. This thing was over. So that yeah. guy who said back from the dead, I'm, I'm going to save that. I'm going to post it on my wall. Exactly. They came back from the dead. Horrible. Right. I mean, tons of bad football was being played Yeah, all around. I mean, we, Oh my God. I mean, seriously, like I, I know guys want to harp on a few things, bad football around, but geez, man, at the end of the day, nothing like winning. <laughs> yeah. And it's a ranked win, Mike, on the road. Yeah. Speaking yeah. Of road, I, I, it says, okay, but don't you expect better? It's pathetic showing and you are downplaying it. Seven point win on. on the road against an undefeated team, college game day. Notre Dame needs to improve drastically. But if you want to be glass half full and that's just what you want to be, then then you can do that. Maybe. But I'm always going to, you know, Maybe. try to look at the positive. I, I talked about this Wednesday night. It's the same thing. The Freeman hype games, as I call them. You know, Ohio State last year, they lost to Marshall. Brigham Young in Vegas, the craziness in Vegas, lose to Stanford the next week. Beat Clemson, top five team. First time that's happened, Notre Dame unranked since 2004. Next week, survive Navy in a hangover game, let's be honest. You know, obviously, I mean, you just mentioned the, the heartbreak of Ohio. I mean, I haven't even watched the last drive of last week. I can't, of Ohio State. I, I haven't watched the last drive. I refuse. I'm like, delete it from my memory. Notre Dame won that game 14-10. Yeah. And then you have Duke. That's how close Notre Dame was to another hangover game and Freeman not getting them over the hump. In some way, somehow, Hartman got that ball 96 yards, 96 yards away. Seriously. No, he played bad. He was very inaccurate. The pressure got to him. He had some bad balls. But, man, when push comes to shove, Mike, I don't care. You go 96 yards. Unreal. High five, Unreal. guys. Seriously. All right, Tim. I, I mean, 15 super chats. Um, I we got to pay some bills real quick, so let me uh let, let, let's hear from our sponsors real quick over at uh my perfect franchise. Um, and if you are a displaced corporate executive, maybe you're wanting to put your career in your own hands, maybe you're wanting to diversify um, as an experienced entrepreneur. Well, Andy 
uh, Ludicky can help you out. He is a huge college sports, sports fan and franchise veteran, having owned multiple franchises and businesses. Using Andy's expertise, he helps others find their American dream through a very thorough consultation and evaluation process. Give Andy a call. Put your life and career in your own hands. And best of all, his services are 100% free to you. Uh, 100% free to you. So what do you have to lose? Give him a call 404-973-9901. Myperfectfranchise.net. Find your perfect franchise uh, with Andy. Woo. Okay, Tim. Uh, Chief says this offense is dog, uh, excuse me, uh, do- dog awful. Not going to lie. Um, yeah, it, it, the, nothing was going. I mean, nothing. I mean, Notre Dame ended up with 159 rushing yards, which is five per carry, but um no still, was, i mean it, it was not, it, not 381 yards like some of the stats look good but you go 96 you, yards yeah that's gonna yeah help. That, that helps yeah 96 <laughs> yards obviously is gonna help chief brody really appreciate uh the super chat andrew says sam became a legend tonight reminds me of brady yeah, in the UCLA. ucla game i said that earlier and, and, and just a quick you know second on the I mean, we can't downplay the wide receivers. I mean, not that they're, you know, Jeff Samarja and, you know, Rima McKnight from 06, guys, you know, that Goolsby knows and whatnot, and the, all these Marie Stovalls from that area, Claypool, whatever. I mean, my God, they, they had, yeah, Colsey and knee surgery, but he's been non-existent this year because he's been injured. You have Jaden Thomas, who, without a doubt, every fan in here will say is their best wide receivers out. So you take out their best wide receiver, who's a hell of a run blocker, I mean, they're running counters with Flores in there trying to block. And then you got Great House, who's been a, a little mini clutch at times this year. So you just take away three guys. They did more 21 personnel, more two back than they've done, even more than last week it looked like, off the chart it. Obviously, Stays played a bunch. Man, it was a survival game. It, yeah. it became hero ball, which Tim Brown called it last year. And the hero was Mitch Evans. So I'll take hero ball and a gutsy win on the road. Speaking of road wins, Mike. LSU lost on the road today. Uh, oh my God, I was just looking. Someone else. Uh, how did USC survives against a down Colorado? Eh, team? No, no, no. That game was over. It was garbage time points, from what I understand. Oh no, hey, I Tim. watched the whole game. It went back and forth. It became a shootout. Really? Forty-eight, forty-one. It was. Yeah, insane. I thought it was garbage time touchdowns. Oh no. Colorado just went, but, 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 I mean, they, all right, Tim, we can't talk much about USC Colorado. I have 21 super chats. Do you want to keep talking Probably. about USC Colorado? Okay. No, I'm just uh, throwing out how hard, I mean, winning on the road is, I'll take it. All right. Uh, t- tweet from Tyler Horka says, Marcus Freeman says he believes Notre Dame wide receivers, Jaden Thomas and Jaden Greathouse will be back next week for the Louisville game. Thank the heavens. Um, all right. Super chats. Uh, Andrew, really appreciate this one. Chris says, Tobias can't separate and can't catch. Is the time to move on from Tobias? Is Braylon James ready to play? We'll we'll see what the coaching staff has to do with Tobias. But if Bra- if Braylon James were ready to play, he'd be playing. That, that, yeah, that just he's not ready to play. Yeah, so. yeah, I agree with that. Especially tonight with every receiver out. If he is ready, he's playing. He's not ready. Yeah, Chris, appreciate the super chat. Tim uh, Miles says every college player and coach needs to rewatch Hartman's post interview. Uh, he has a class act and showed how you respond to a heart wrenching win. I hope Ryan Day in particular views a class act. Yeah, I mean how he was talking about his offensive line yeah, and the defense. Uh, you know, talk about talking about Riley Leonard, wanted to go check on him. Like, yeah, Hartman's Hartman's a class dude. No, um, I I saw that, Mike. That was a solid thirty seconds he did. So that was a yeah, that was yeah. that was a nice interview. Yeah. 
Uh, Tim, very appreciate the, the generous super chat there. Eric says, gutsy performance for Hartman. Great on Sammy H for today. Uh, C plus. Yeah, I was going to say B minus. C plus when you look all four quarters. <laughs> uh, man, if Notre Dame goes all the way in 10 or 11 games. He's going to be ranked a lot higher for this performance, you know, down the road. Yeah. All, all we'll talk about at the end is 96 yards. We will yeah. talk about the over 10 on third down. Technically 95, Tim. But, yeah, it went from, like, a D-plus to a B-minus for me from that last drive. Um, I don't even know if they give out a D-plus, but. <laughs> Eric, really appreciate the super chat. Uh, Trash says, I'm tired of people saying Duke beat Clemson. Clemson beat themselves. Easy to lose if you can't hold on the ball. If DJ was still there. They, I mean. I'm sorry, Trash, but Duke beat Clemson, and it was by three touchdowns. So Yeah, it's 28-7. I mean, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Sherwood says, uh, with a very generous $20 super chat, says this game Thank tonight you. was the reverse of the game last week. Yes. Yeah, totally. It's what we talked about, like, we easily could be coming on here just talking about, you know, back-to-back losses for Notre Dame and we're, Freeman. We're on the seconds high. from that, Mike. We're seconds from that. Seconds. Just, just insane. Hey, Tim, really quick. How about that was Notre Dame's 10th forced fumble on the year, if I recall correctly? First recovery. First at a decent time there at the end. Hope that Riley Leonard is okay. Um, thought he played – you know, his heart out, left it all in the field. Hope he's okay. But yeah, sure. would really appreciate the super chat. Yeah. I actually wrote a sticky note of that saying another forced fumble, another non-recovery. So yeah, thank God they got one. Uh, Chris says uh, when we needed it most, our star showed up Hartman estimate. I mean, Tim, I'm sorry. No, Evans with the big third down. Oh, my catch. God. Evans, six receptions on eight targets, 134. That's amazing. Notre Dame's next two highest receivers in yardage were 28. 28 yards for Chris Tyree and Rico Flores on two receptions apiece. Estimate three. I mean, yeah, Notre Dame does not win that game without Mitchell Evans. That is oh, unbelievable. Yeah. 134 yards of Hartman's 222. Uh, Christopher Heron, really appreciate the super chat. By the way, uh, Mike Goolsby show. Uh, I know Goolsby's watching this. So Goolsby, um, if you if you can do tomorrow's show, let me know. I'm, I'm thinking 7 Eastern if that works for you. So let me know, my friend. Um, Colin says elite programs have six receivers that can produce. When a receiver gets hurt at an elite school, they have guys that can actually play that fill in. We have water boys and walk-ons. Um, yeah, I mean, I think those guys were better than what they had. They would. I mean, Notre Dame's been decimated with injuries at receiver. 
and it's already if everyone's healthy it's still not a great unit either so no i mean it goes back to i mean they had the one transfer he decided not to play you know they didn't go back and try and get one in the summertime which i always found that interesting how they didn't you know there's there's always dudes out there but uh i mean they went with what they did notre dame's been a big tight end heavy team anyway um did it a ton of 11 at times with tyree at the slot they they just got no separation they're just a average group of receivers to and, be honest and they they are but duke's dbs were were pretty darn good too got to give some credit to those guys there is that other oh, team sure. and they and they did they did play well uh andrew fight our super chat says mitchell evans and holden stays earlier really looks like the next next up tight ends for notre dame glad to see them stepping up yeah mitchell evans Tim, I remember when he committed yeah. to Notre Dame back in the 2021 class. I'm writing up his, you know, commitment story. We're talking about how he's a first team all Ohio punter. I mean, he played quarterback as a senior. Yeah. I mean, this kid came to Notre Dame. I'm he wasn't like a big workout guy. Like he didn't like he didn't have to work out much in high school. Like he was just bigger and stronger than everybody naturally. Uh he's come to Notre Dame um and uh, he he's been outstanding. So um, and, and Holden stays who did not get any targets tonight. And, and, and I don't think he did against Ohio State either still bright future ahead for Holden stays as well. Just ND gal. Hello, sweetheart. She says, uh, Notre Dame covered. That's a, that's a throwback inside joke with her. She knows what that means. Uh, Notre Dame covered on the road. We're all nauseous. It's, it's ND football. Yo, uh, for sure. And I appreciate the, uh, the $7 super chat. And of course, Notre Dame won by seven. So I, uh, I, I see you there. Dennis says, folks, we won. It's a Notre Dame win over an undefeated ranked team on the road covering the spread. It was just very ugly to get there, Tim. Yeah. You know, and I'm, I've coached in a lot of football games and sometimes you have those. And I mean, I thought, I mean, my, my expectations were coming in here. Notre Dame was going to take care of business. And then all this, I mean, all of a sudden they're missing a bunch of wide receivers and whatnot for tonight. And then they had to regroup and, and rally. It was ugly. No one is lying about that. It is ugly. It was an ugly win, but it's a freaking win. A freaking they're, win the 11th ranked, they're the 11th ranked team in the country. They're going to move up. They got Louisville. They got SC. There's so many big games ahead. They survived this game. And there's moments in every single college football season. Teams have to survive. Heck. You know, Georgia went on the road. They're the number one team in the country. They went on the road today and barely survived Auburn. So survive in advance sometimes. So I know I know a lot of people want to complain and whatnot. That's fine. Complain all you want. But, dude, I, I'm, I'm blown away they went 96 yards. So kudos to Notre Dame for finding a way to win because the storylines, Mike, are drastically different. Yeah. They are. Yeah. Chris Allen says don't forget to like Chris says, don't forget to like and subscribe, and I appreciate it. Yeah, listen, for folks, if you want to just poo-poo, you can, but I'm just just not going to do it. I mean, they're going to go on the road next week and play a ranked – excuse me, I'm sure Louisville will probably uh, sneak into the top 25. They're undefeated. They're going to be home night game. SC's, what, top six, seven, eight, whatever the heck they are. Yeah. I mean, Notre Dame's got a a tough row ahead. They do. And and I'm not trying to say that, like – this was perfect. Let's let's celebrate oh, perfection. Oh, God no, but dude, I will take the win. Dennis, appreciate the super chat. Uh, Rocco says a uh, great win, huge game by Evans. Why do you think Stays hasn't gotten any looks the last few games? They'd be unstoppable as a tag team. Is he being held back uh, to block more often than not? He didn't. 
in the stats I'm looking at, Stace didn't get credit with the target, but everyone in the chat's reminding me that he did. So I'll take y'all's word for it. But Tim, do you have quick he thoughts did. on that? That was the third down rollout. Third down rollout. They threw he Hartman threw a, a low ball on a rollout into the boundary. Actually highlighted that call. I did not like that call in the rollout in the boundary. But uh, no, I mean, Stays is outstanding, but I mean, Evans has just been a dude the last two weeks and that he, he's been the guy. That's just been the guy. He has Hartman. I mean, you watch Hartman. He is holding the ball sometimes for a long time. He is looking for guys. It's not like he's panicking and just chucking it up at times. He's looking for those four or five dudes that are out in, uh, you know, in the route. So it just hasn't come to, you know, Stays and Stays had the big games, uh, that one big game NC State because Evans was out. Tweet from Tyler Horka. I want to pop up on the screen real quick. And, and Rocco, appreciate the super chat. 13 tackles for Howard Cross, wow. third, 3.5 TFLs in the sack, two two forced fumbles, including the one that sealed the win wow. for Notre Dame, all with a really bad sinus infection. What a beast. So shout he out to Howard. He had a black eye. He had a black eye tonight, too. I wonder if that's from, you know, it was huge when he took off his helmet on one. Uh, Tim, Tim, I'll super chat from Scooby. Really appreciate this. He says, uh, I think Notre Dame's current ranking is pretty accurate. What say you? Yeah, I mean they're I mean they're gonna be a top ten team. They're what five and one. They got a last second loss. They got a last second win. You know, I yeah. I mean their first four games were easy. I mean, they were very easy. NC State on the road. Hurricane obviously was their first true test in that first month before Ohio State. And now really the last two weeks have balanced themselves out. Last second win, last second loss. Louisville is gonna be a big test. And then SC is just you know, the Caleb Williams show comes to town. That dude's amazing. Yeah. Uh, Scooby, appreciate it. Uh, Brian O'Neill had a, a $2 super chat. Did not see a comment with it, uh, but but do appreciate the support. I'll be looking out if, if you uh, have a comment to go with it. Eric says, hate to be that guy, but thoughts on the refereeing tonight? Yeah. <sighs> Tim, yeah, look, I mean, we can kind of talk about the penalties as well because Notre Dame had 12 for 70. I know the refs just royally screwed up the – reviewing that punt uh the touchback which they're not allowed to review uh they screw that up yeah yeah but otherwise i I mean i don't know the 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 targeting the targeting on batelho by the letter of the law was targeting but that's why he got ejected ejected for that i know and that that was like for the first half of louisville i mean we need a targeting one and a two I know. Like that should that should just be a 15 yard penalty, even. And then if you do another, if you get another targeting one call, you're ejected. Like th- this whole, the, it's the tough. whole, it's. I mean, it's I was watching that. Be ejected for that. I get it. Protecting them. Got it. Good. Louisville had a ejecting. Well, Louisville had the same thing. They had a great tackle from their strong safety last night. Just head was a little low. And now and he got kicked out. I think he'll be out the first half of the Notre Dame game as well. So, but 99% of these, the penalties were on Notre Dame. False start. I mean, twice. Cam Hart's a corner and he lines up off sides. Are you kidding me? Jordan Battello gets a sack and he, he's totally lining up off sides. It's like, dude, I think Baptiste had an offset. So 99% of the penalties were focused. And that's goes back to the hangover, trying to get over it. Just, just trying to play. And they were just mentally not there. Zeke Carell moving a couple times was just brutal today. So, yeah, look, the that's what I saw from the refs. Yeah, if I'm going to complain about the refs, it's the Tobias, Tobias. You know that they didn't call PI on the corner 
I know the ball was short, but but Tobias can't even come back to it because he's getting. So yeah, we we were texting about yeah, that. I was I like, was yeah, weird. of course it was uncatchable because he was being held. He could have exactly. gone inside. Exactly. My, my thing is that if you're going to call it, you're going to wave off the penalty for it's yeah. uncatchable. It better be without a shadow of a doubt, yeah. like thirty yards over the head. Right. I mean, he could have dove and made an attempt like that. I think that's I think that's terrible. So thank you for reminding me about that, Tim. Yeah, yeah, that one bugged me. The offensive pass interference on him. Hey, things happen. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of ticky tech calls, but the ones that go Notre Dame's way, we don't remember those. We don't talk about those. Um yeah, they have one. They had the personal foul. Yeah. Uh Peter Pye, two dollar super jet says Sam Hartman in the fourth and sixteen resurrected this season. Uh, uh yeah. I mean, we'll how the rest of the year goes kind of depends how fondly we look of this game um, and, and the guts Sam Hartman showed. And not only that, but he also he he, he put his shoulder down a few times yes. on the night. So, yes. yeah, I hope that Notre Dame continues to win. And, and I mean, if Notre Dame just ends up losing a few more games or something this season, the Duke wins. Yeah, but what? But yeah, definitely. Uh, they, yeah, wins. no, exactly. If they find a way to rally split Clemson SC when you know when the games they should win you're a new year's six team all of a sudden yeah. then the duke thing is going to be remembered as the a massive moment for Hartman taking that team 95 yards okay Brian O'Neill I'm looking for a comment from you in the chat I say another super chat so if you if you have anything please um let me know um hold on one oh. Second. Oh. I had I had a $10 super chat from Tom Singer who says, hello from Uncle Tom. He says, not my actual uncle, but I call him Uncle Tom when I see him. He says, want to bump Darren's question on a running estimate outside the tackles. And this was it from Darren. He says, Tim, I would like to get your analysis on pros slash cons of using estimate more than just between the tackles. So, you know, running stretch plays, um, you know, toss sweep kind of deal. Thoughts on this, Tim? Yeah, I don't think I, – I mean, me personally, I don't think he – I mean, he had the nice – I mean, the nice run he had against NC State going back to the 80-yard, that was a power O. That was – you know, that was pulling off tackle, running straight old-school power in the unbalanced set. So him running tosses and outside zone, I don't think he's that dude. As you even saw the game-winning touchdown, he – estimate, and I've talked about this on our shows, has improved. Coach McCullough's did an amazing job with him because I didn't think he was a good cutter last year. He ran straight ahead, got a bunch of yards last year. This year, he's finding holes. And going back to the Duke stuffs, how Notre Dame had a lot of run stuffs. Uh, I always chart those during the day. I mean, they were in the 40s at halftime. Not good, 40%. It's horrible because Duke was just selling out full-on blitzes. They're bringing seven like crazy. You were not going to run while Notre Dame is playing with six in the box playing just base vanilla D. So yeah, estimate is not an outside guy unless you run the buck sweep, meaning you pull two guards and try and give him an inside lane for him to cut back. That'd be my opinion on him running outside. Love is the dude you want to run outside. He's unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, Darren and, uh, and uncle Tom appreciate the comments guys. Oh boy. These super chats. (laughs) Mike uh, had a $20 one. I, Mike, I'll be looking for a comment from you in the chat too. Um, or if you just do like a 99 cent super chat, I, I'll be able to see that a lot easier. So, uh, Mike and, uh, Brian will be looking for comments from you guys, but really appreciate the, the very generous uh, super chat. Chris Allen with the $10 one says a uh, bum to see Hartman touchdown streak. end. 
yeah, I guess he did have a touchdown streak. You know what he also has continuing yeah, is a no picks. In our Thursday show, Tim, we, we talk about our prize picks, and I bet Sam Hartman less than you know the, the line was you know 0.5 interceptions more or less. And I took the less on that. I got nervous there at the end for sure. But well, uh, he's been close this year. I mean, yeah, he's, I mean, he's been close to a five or six and a couple here. But, they just bounced hey, his way. He's got zero. zero. Oh, exactly. Uh, he's got zero. Uh, yeah. Heck, Caleb Williams threw his first one today. Yeah. So he had gone with zero all year until today. Yeah. Uh, he says, bummed to see the Hartman touchdown streak end, but a win on the road is a win on the road. Hope number 13 is okay yeah. for Duke. Yeah, for sure. Tim, I, I want to go real quick to, to just thoughts on Hartman because, look, he wasn't great. No. Who on the offense was great? Like, there, there's only so much when Notre, when, when Duke is bringing – when they're just doing cover zero, they're blitzing everyone. Then just man coverage across the board and Notre, and Notre Dame's receivers can't get open. Like I, you could put Superman back there. I don't know what he's yeah. doing, you know? Yeah, so you know, like, could he have played better? Yes. But also like, it's like the same thing with estimate when he gets the ball and he gets hit behind the line. Like what the hell do you want him to do? Like bounce off three tacklers. Like he can do that sometimes, but it's, it's hard to get on him too much. So just thoughts on Hartman and, and what I just had to say. Hey, he, he he was a stud when it mattered. I mean, seriously, this whole game, that's all I remember. He was a stud when it mattered. He was bad. It, it, you know, when I say bad, I mean, he walked up into one sack. I mean, Zeke Carell got bull rushed into him. What the heck's he supposed to do on that play when, you know, Zeke's getting picked up and trucked? Um, I was blown away by his accuracy issue. He was just very inaccurate. Yeah. He threw the ball over. They had like he had Rico open one time. He threw over a crosser, a couple behind. uh, Not Evans. Stays had one behind. Tobias had one behind. I I kid you not. There must have been five or six that were true behind, and that's something he hasn't shown, which goes back to him getting hit, the pressure, the wide receiver. I mean, these aren't. I mean, these aren't his dudes. You know what I mean? They've done more tight end, obviously, with Thomas, Tobias. I know that was the chat earlier. Tobias has just not shown anything in two years, a year and a half. So hopefully just the light comes on sometime and he throws. I mean, even the offensive pass interference, he drops that darn pass. It's like, are you kidding me? So um, huge win, huge win, man. Seriously, huge win. But the inaccurate 0 for 10 until that drive on third downs, he was not sharp. He was not on. I think that has to do with more so Duke as well, just I mean, Mike Elko, those, those dudes had a game plan, and they came after him. Tim, for the uh, for the old social media clips, um, so Notre Dame 21, Duke 14 in a thriller. MVP of the game. Who who would you give the, the game ball to, uh, you know, for the Fighting Irish? Oh, man. M- MVP of the game? Well, you got to give it – I mean, you got to give it to Sam Hartman. You just give it to Sam Hartman for leading that drive, the scramble. Just, just, I mean, just being a presence. I mean, let's just even say that. Just his, just him being out there. I think his experience paid off. Some big throws. You know, the one to Evans. The one. I mean, just the Flores. This, the scramble is going to be. I mean, the scramble. If Notre Dame finishes this season off, gets to a New Year's Six, that scramble is going to live on in the in the Notre Dame, uh, you know, histories for this season. Yeah, I'm going to go Howard Cross. Thirteen tackles. Uh, the the game clinching sack three yeah. three point five tackles for loss two force fumbles so going Howard Cross there I love it all right that was a perfect one minute so hey Chris Allen really appreciate 
Um, the super chat. I know a Chris Allen. Are you the Chris Allen that I know? If you are, message me because I know there's a Chris Allen that I'm thinking of right off the top of my noggin here. Um, okay, make sure if you guys are posting um, super chats and you forget to put a comment, you want me to address something, please just drop it in the chat. And if I miss it, drop it a couple times and I'll, I'll keep looking for it. Um, man, you guys are, are are just blowing up the super chats. I'm absolutely loving this. DC Schwab with $2. He says, $2 for you two dudes to take off or undo the ties. Um, he's already done two bucks. Well, he's gonna do one more cent for us. Yeah, 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 man. We just need the penny. Um, so otherwise, this is this is an uh, incomplete super chat. But all seriousness, really appreciate the it. Super chat. Uh, man, just, yeah. just like I, I, no, I'm I'm just laughing. I'm just like I mean, we're 40 minutes into this thing, and it's like sinking in. Like they were dead, Mike. Dead. They were like losing to Duke, and I was just like, oh my god. I was trying to wrap my mind those last five minutes on what's this show going to be focus. Oh my gosh. Oh man. I mean, seriously, 90 some odd yards, Mike. Unbelievable. Uh, Quick tweet. You know, I'm doing several things here. So Tyler Horka tweets, Marcus Freeman said Notre Dame running back Audrick estimate technically should have gone down at the one yard line on his eventual 30 yard game winning touchdown. It said he never thought about it. Notre Dame won anyway. Now he has a favorite football memory of all time. Audrick Estimate says that's number one. I would I would disagree with Freeman there. You take the points and you do not put it in your kicker's hand. No. You just don't do it. I don't no. care if it's a 19-yard field goal. I, I would take the touchdown there. Um, so I'm fine with it. But I just saw that and thought it was interesting. Yeah, man, you never know on a field goal, the bobble snap that you know you put a six-six guy in there, but man, you never know. You never know. Especially with Schrader, he kicks the damn thing so high, you don't even know it's good. Oh, man. Yeah. No. No, go down and score. Because they had – they weren't – I mean, Riley Leonard, before that last drive, I think the stat came up, Mike, it was like 12 of 26. So it's not like he was zinging it through the air tonight, you know? Uh, and then Mike just uh, posted a comment with this super chat from earlier. He said, never heard of Leonard before today. I'm a fan. I hope he's okay. Hartman showed his stuff staying in the pocket on one play and running it when he got, yeah, Leonard kid was pretty good. I, I liked the Ohio state quarterback last week. Just some, some kids just gutsy. Yeah. Just standing in there getting battered around and, um, and no, Leonard, uh, yeah, Leonard's a hell of an athlete. Leonard will play in the NFL. He's an athlete. That dude's yeah. He's electric. Yeah. Yeah, in terms of the kickers, just Dukes. It's on you as an offense if you put the 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 ball in the kicker's hands. Like that's that's how I look at it. Ghouls, we always talked about the player's perspective. I'll kind of look at it from a player's lens there. Like offense, you should have done better. It's it's a lottery sometimes with the kickers. Sometimes they're great, sometimes they're not. But from 40 yards in, it should be automatic. But it's not. Duke missed a 25-yard field goal. I know. 25-yard field goal. I know. I know. So I know. that's just football. Mike Rain, I really appreciate the uh, the $20 super chat. Uh, Chad says, I'm just relieved. Here's a couple bucks. Thanks, fellas. Hey. hey. When you say a couple, I think two. So I I like your math there, Chad. Uh, really appreciate it. And a uh, Boston Bruins fan. Tim, you like the Bruins? No, I'm not a big hockey guy. Clearly, I'm not either. But hey, Chad, <laughs> appreciate it. Uh, Dave says people, I was in Scottsdale in 1988 for the last uh, national championship. It was a great feeling. So, so it was a win like this, just enjoy it. 
um, for sure, Dave. And Dave posted that super chat 23 minutes ago. So I want to be a little, we, we want to get to all of you guys in a timely fashion. But I also like that you kind of have to wait a little bit. So you keep watching the show because where else would you want to be, you know, as we approach midnight Eastern time? Uh, oh, Francis, yeah, exactly. very, very generous $20 super chat says, I'd rather be Notre Dame than oh. LSU with BK. I want to check the scores, actually, Tim. What what did LSU and – or, uh, excuse like, me. I don't know, 52-49? I mean, I don't know. It was something – it was arena football. Sorry, uh, yeah, they lost or, – or, yeah, LSU lost 55-49. I'm curious. I meant to say Alabama. No, uh, they were up by a couple touchdowns earlier. That game got close. Okay, 34-17. 30 straight regular seasons wins over uh, the ACC for the Fighting Irish. How about that, Tim? Breaks the uh, yeah, Florida State had done 29 in a row, so breaks that streak. Um, yeah, just <laughs> yeah, I mean, I thought coming into this game, I, I really thought it was going to be. I mean, this is only the fourth road game that they, you know, during this streak, they played someone ranked on the road, and um, you know, you had Va Tech in 18, they kicked their butt, North Carolina had a lot of hype in 2020, the COVID year, Notre Dame, you know, handled them over the last half and just out physical them and then last year Syracuse had all the hype almost beating Clemson Notre Dame on the road struggling after Stanford game and the UNLV game and I, I just thought Notre Dame was just going to handle business especially at the way this thing started so yeah. kudos to Duke man those guys yeah those guys brought it their physicality was was impressive to watch and just even Riley Leonard how just I mean they just became a quarterback run team is what they were they counted the box. Notre Dame just kept playing the same D with six in there. Every time they blitzed, as usual, middle JD and Maris rarely even get through the line. So frustrating watching the blitzes all all night. But um, ninety six yards, Mike. Is it you say ninety five? It's officially ninety five. Officially ninety five. I would call it ninety seven because Notre Dame ended up at the two and a half yard line. But that's uh, that's near the corner here nor there. All right, Tim. Let's hear from uh, let's hear from our good friend Augie over at Augie's Locker Room. Folks, when you come into town for a Notre Dame game, maybe you're a local, you definitely need to go by Augie's Locker Room. They have a wide selection of Notre Dame Stadium pieces, jerseys, helmets, autographs, and one-of-a-kind rock knee items. You can find exclusive Joe Montana signed items and famous sculptor Jerry McKenna's replicas of the bronze statues that you find around the stadium. Always new stuff. Every single time I'm on this website, do this ad read and scroll on this page. Always has some new stuff in. And if he doesn't have it in his store, let him know and he's going to go find it for you. Uh, visit Augie at 1811 South Bend Avenue and see the vintage helmet display dating back to 1890. You're going to want to check out what Augie has. So visit him, uh, 1811 South Bend Ave. Go to augieslockerroom.com. Give him a call, 574-277-6363. All right, Tim. Let me um, just throw another little stat, a little thing I charted during the game is yep. Notre Dame, uh, you know, when they went Aztec, which is their dime package, Leonard was only two for 10 against the dime package, two for 10. So his last completion was the one uh, they did an all-out blitz and he hit, beat Jaden Mickey, who was out there. But unbelievable night for a Notre Dame defense. Two for 10, limiting uh, Riley there when they went dime. That was pretty nice. Uh, Francis, appreciate that super chat. Yofi, or Yof, says, phew. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm on the edge of my seat. You know, I'm just... Oh, 
uh, you know, I don't want to say what I was saying, but seriously, it was my fandom coming out a little bit. But then the others, I'm like, oh my god, if they lose, these next two shows are going to be tough. Well, Uh, if Goldsby said he's in, so we're playing at seven Eastern tomorrow. The season tomorrow night. I mean, the season was a season on the brink, man. The old Bobby Knight book there. It is like it was right there against the Dukies. And um man, it's right there, Mike. Unbelievable. So yeah, I I mean I'll rewatch the game and have some fun enjoying it. It's a lot of bad football. O-line struggled a bunch. They just overloaded blitzes. Guys got beat a lot one-on-one, getting bull rushed at times and that goes back to the physicality of coming back from last week. Yep. And um, and they had to play a mean, physical Mike Elko, who's a hard-nosed defensive coach. That's the type of football team that he brought tonight. Tim, do you want to spend a good 20 minutes on the announcers real quick? No. They did have a couple good points. I got yeah. grabbed, so. Herbie, Herbie clearly did not know. He did not do – he just didn't do his research on Notre Dame. He, he didn't know what he was talking about. He said, and, and then like, yeah, I was going to say the same. He said a few things. I forget what it was. I'm like, what's he talking about? Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, Reese Davis was sick, uh, clearly. So shout out to him. Uh, 1992 uh, Hurley and Leitner ain't so bad now that we won uh, the game. Purple ties <laughs> attract action. Um, Sam trying to earn points with the Lady Sting for QB all class. Andy, appreciate the $5 super chat. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Uh, Brian uh, has one as well, and he says, unlike last week in the end, Notre Dame made the plays when they had to have them. They took their sweet time, but they made them, and the defense slammed the door. How about them fighting Irish, Tim? Nice, nice win on the road. Brian, appreciate the super chat. Can someone teach Maris how to tackle? Maris actually had a decent little game at times. Oh, I, I know we were texting early. I mean, he just – he see ball, get ball. He does good things. He does bad things. That's just Maris Lee foul at this point. I don't know. Yeah, a couple of great pressures, huge hit on the quarterback, a couple nice solo tackles in the alley, had a couple nice uh, run pops. He, you know what? Um, you know, Pete Sampson reported late this week that Maris didn't even practice last week. That's something that um, got lost in the shuffle, obviously, during the Buckeye game. So I found that reporting interesting that he just he had a, he had a neck stinger. He played with one last week, so he looked like a different dude out there tonight. Yeah, um, yeah, I'm sure. Look, we, Tim Tim likes Marist a lot more than most. Goolsby dislikes Marist a lot more than most. 
you know, it, it's just Maris. He, you get the good with the bad. It just, it, it just is. He made a lot of plays tonight. He, he, yeah. he, he was all over the place tonight. He, yeah, he was all, you know, even last week, I know he had none. And I charted the game. I counted him on six, seven assisted tackles, but see how the NCAA does tackles. He had a couple nice hits last week too against the Buckeyes. So Drew Music uh, says Clemson's averaging 42 points per game since Duke held them to seven. Yeah. In Clemson's going to be tough in Death Valley. And I was just uh, in Clemson, got uh, got lunch Friday at the Smoking Pig, which is like the you know fame, famed barbecue place in the area. And uh, the brisket was a little dry, but it was still uh, outstanding lunch. And then they gave me some uh, free banana pudding and grits. Um, you know, just flash the flash the uh, you know the greens at, at the waitress, and you know that, that's that's what you get. So. <laughs> Chris Allen dropped the 99 cent super chats. Did not see comments, well, but then I saw you. Post- <laughs> I saw you posted another comment. Uh, here it is. Anything stand out at first watch on the O line? Ten tons of penalties and missed assignments that killed the first half scoring ops. Dude, the, the penalties so stupid all the time. Zeke Carell with penalties. Three, three uh, false starts. I mean, the offs. I just. God, it was sloppy. I um, I can't. This is every week. Yeah, every week with the penalties. Yeah, the penalties. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The, the penalties with this team is 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 wild. Just dumb ones. Like Zeke's the center and he's snapping the ball before uh, Rico Flores are running the ball. Rico Flores is out there. Rico Flores had a false start. You're the damn wide receiver. You don't. You could stand there and pick your nose. They're <laughs> running inside. You, we don't need you, Rico. Then the Cam Hart, like I said, you're the corner in Freeman. I thought was going to lose it on the sidelines. Like he's like, you're offside, you idiot. Uh, no, it's frustrating. The O line struggled at times. But then, man, the hey, the last drive, unbelievable pass pro gave it to him. I know they did a bunch of drop eight, let him run around, do his thing. It was an ugly game. That is the story of tonight. An ugly game, an ugly performance all around. Notre Dame was ugly on defense and they still only held those guys to 14 points. And it was an ugly, it was an ugly game. They missed a couple of field goals. It, they beat a ranked team on the road. So I, I, yeah, I, I really don't want to spend a lot of time being negative and nitpicking things, man. This is not a national championship Notre Dame type of a team. I I think, but it's a good football team and they beat a damn good football team on the road yeah. tonight. It's crazy though, Tim. If, if maybe they just have 11 men on the field, maybe it is a national championship team. Now, we might be talking about an undefeated Notre Dame team. Like, it, it ah, well, or I mean, I mean, we could play the one game. It's like, don't even get me started on that. The DJ Brown doing his, you know, Pete Burchage from 1993 BC dropping a pick to win the game. Yeah, I mean, no, you're right. Um, I don't think, I mean, Notre Dame. I don't I hate to use the word can't, but they don't have wide receivers. This is the same thing we said in August. And they just don't. These are average dudes. Even with Jaden Thomas is average, in my opinion. These are not dudes that are gonna go up against the SEC or the best defense in the country and go extend things. Um yeah, they're, they're just not they get zero separation. It, it is really average, and I Fingers crossed these couple of these recruits can play next year. I, uh, you know, who knows? Notre Dame recruiting numbers, rankings, South Bend are meaningless because 
a lot of dudes that are highly ranked don't pan out. And there's a half a dozen of them the last five years that have just flopped. Yeah. Yeah. And Even if like that. Caleb Smith, the, the Virginia tech transfer who retired. Yeah. Even if he were here, he's still, he's the same kind of receiver as Jacob Thomas and Deion Colsey, the boundary, yeah. the, I agree. The, the big boundary possession guy. Notre Dame needed Tobias Merriweather to be the guy. And he's just not. Well, the first drive, not, Mike, yeah, they throw the bomb not yet. Him. At least not yet. They throw the bomb to him, and it's like he, you know, it's an inch in front of him, and he just, it's like he's six five, make a damn play. You know, the first drive he drops one, it's like just make a play, and it's it's becoming a like, what is it? I I don't yeah. understand, but so, that's the story of some so, ranked receivers when they come to Notre Dame, they flop. Great House and Flores are dudes for sure. The, it, it's just a little too soon, and Notre Dame still needs somebody who can stretch the field a little bit. But, anyways, yeah. um, still early for this. Eric says, "Just watch the game on a terrible airplane Wi-Fi in a middle seat." I'm fairly certain I scared the old woman next to me a few times. Involuntary f bombs. Eric, appreciate you sharing that. Oh, with there's us. a lot of those, my friend. A lot of those. Nice super chat. Armand with ten dollars says, "Crushed after last week's game." Was there? Um, I mean, your wallet was probably crushed too, but we can talk about that a different day. Um, he says, but this game shows team's character and fortitude. Hartman has more class and victory than, um, than, uh, coach day, Ryan day. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, 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 saw I, a, I saw a tweet. He hung out after the game and waited to talk to Riley Leonard. So that was nice. Yeah. Very cool. Um, Q Sojo did not see a uh, comment with the super chat, but I'll be looking for you. Appreciate um, the support. Actually, here it is right here. Game showed Notre Dame does not have dudes over receiver. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think we knew that uh, it was, it, yeah, it, it's been evident. Um, yeah. Unfortunately. I mean, it's, yeah. You know, I was probably too nice. I, I, I felt during the off season because the buzz was like Hartman and these receivers, receivers, but I'm like, man, who's going to be that guy? I never, Unless someone stepped up and through all these games, really, no one really has. It's been the story. Yeah. yeah. Notre Dame's fast receivers are Tobias Merriweather, who is just not it yet. He, he's just not ready. And Chris Tyree, who's 5'9. So eh. I'm still amazed with Tyree, though. I, like I said, I'm not the biggest Tyree fan as a running back, but as a wide receiver, I don't know, man. I mean, I have to watch closely. I'm just waiting for. Some more wheel routes, or you know, they don't use him in motion to create a vertical takeoff. You know, get him going on a running start. It's they just haven't done that. So that's what I'm waiting for is to see him run and use his speed because when he does get the ball out there in space, he he creates havoc. Yeah, he will look pretty darn good at times. Like when he when he catches the ball, it's like oh, like oh yeah, Chris Terry, he's on this team. And he's a he's a pretty good receiver. Yeah, but it's just well, the Hartman, the one they highlighted in the, in the fourth quarter where he forced it to Tyree and that safety broke down. He had Flores going broke breaking away right down the seam. He, he had leverage on that safety, but Hartman threw it short and got broken up. Whew. All right, Tim Void Walker with five dollars says, "Do you think at full strength would we have won by more?" I feel like injuries hurt us. Also, targeting thoughts. Thank guys for a great show. Talked about the targeting, yeah. uh, but Tim, do you have quick thoughts on this? Oh yeah, I I really do think Great House and Thomas not playing was a huge factor in tonight. 
without a doubt. All right, Goolsby Show, 7 Eastern, 6 Central tomorrow. So make sure you guys tune in for that. I have no idea what Goolsby's going to say, but I'm sure it's going to be uh, very interesting and insightful as always. Uh, TDDP574 uh, says, with Duke quarterback, now they will drop. Um, yeah, I mean, they, and they just lost. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm sure they'll still be in the 20s or something. Um, or, or probably not even ranked in the top 25, actually, because I think they were 17, but – all this stuff doesn't even matter until the college football playoff anyways. The AP yeah. coaches poll doesn't matter, uh, really. Um, Tim, can you discuss the performance or lack thereof of Coogan and Spindler? How about are they? Christophic and Trout must be really bad now. Uh, Coogan's actually been amazing. Spindler was outstanding last week against Ohio State. He those Spindler, I counted five or six full old-school pancakes last week against Ohio State. They weren't good. I thought Coogan, I, I always go, I love going back and, Rewatching the old line. I thought Coogan had probably his worst game just watching it live. He looked slow and average tonight. Rocco didn't have a good game. Rocco was outstanding last week. Both those guys were outstanding last week. Notre Dame, that Ohio State defensive line is ferocious, and they didn't even give up a sack last week. So it was an off night. And Christophe, Shroff, how really bad are they? I don't think they're bad. I think Coogan and Spindler earned that job. So Notre Dame, the Notre Dame offensive line has been outstanding all season long until – tonight and even at times tonight they were really really good they just had some bad they had some bad plays tonight but that's yeah. overall the entire team did yeah they still so, going with go back to my tyree comment colin says mike your dolphins fan tyreek is 5'8 and arguably the best receiver in the league i think tyreek could be used better sure yeah i mean tyreek hills tyreek hill i mean what are you gonna tell yeah. me tyree is as good as tyreek hill like yeah. could he be used better sure but like you can't like you can't compare those guys just because of height. Exactly. One of the most dynamic receivers the league has ever seen and say, oh, well, that could be Tyree. Like, come on. Come on. Yeah, Tyree uh, can be used better. And I, in my opinion, is with motions. They, they just don't motion him. And that's what I'm waiting to see. Right. Yeah. Just to create something. Create. He's create fast, something. man. He's fast. He's got – get him moving and then, and then snap the ball, you know. Jonesy, appreciate the super chat. Uh, $10 from CBAM here. It says, how much do you chalk up to coaching the unforced penalties? Seems super undisciplined the last couple yes. of weeks. Yes, 100%. It's it's the focus. Um, you know, that's on the players because they're the ones jumping off sides, lining up. I mean, believe me, the coaches aren't telling, hey, Cam Hart, line up off sides. You know, that's a focus. That's every play is a new life, as Freeman talks about. Um the process, all the little buzzwords everyone uses. But no, without a doubt, that is just pure coaching, just constantly talking to these guys. Know where you're at on the field. Know the situation. It's third and five. Don't line up offsides. Know the damn situation. So, um, yeah, it's just constantly reinforcing it to some of these guys. The entire team, excuse me, yeah. C-Ban, appreciate uh, the 10 Super Chat. Run two-minute offense all game, Mark, with, with $2 Super Chat. It's always interesting, like – Notre Dame had its the best drive right there, and you're like, why don't you just do that all the time? It's I think that's a it's it's, it's a fair thing to think about, but uh, the defenses always play different. They just always they just always play different. They they do. Yeah, if know? it were as easy as that, I think more teams would do it. Um, yes, but still, I think it's it's a fair thing to think about and, and discuss. But Mark, really appreciate. The $2, Matt Irish, $5, says regarding receivers not getting open, is it player ability slash talent, or is it scheme and play design? I'm a, I'm a, I'm a player guy. I, I mean, if you can't get open, 
you don't, you know, if you, if you don't have the ability to beat a guy, you don't have the ability to beat a guy. You could do, you know, you could do a thousand cone drills and, you know, and yeah. change of direction drills. Bottom line, it's you as a player. When, when it's man on man. Yeah. Like you, you get open. Still. You know, when they're playing more zone defense, you know, I, that can get into some more scheme and play design, but also you got to have the smarts as a receiver to know where to sit down in the defense, you know, based on the pre-snap yeah. reads of, you know, knowing what different uh, coverages look like, but the schemes, by the way, with Evans were outstanding because they had the shorter safety on him, and Evans is a tree out there, so they were utilizing some of that. And those corners, I want to say, a couple of them are transfers. I didn't really, I just studied yeah. the Duke team, didn't really get into other personnel and backgrounds of guys. I know one was a four-year starter at A and M for crying out loud. That's one I kept hearing about over, over from Miami. Team. I and one Miami, yeah. I mean, they had some guys out there, man. Elko, Elko worked that transfer portal for a few guys. Yeah. Brian O'Neill, still not seeing any comments from you, buddy, but I really do appreciate the support in tonight's Thank show. You. Matthew Scott said, um, do you still think this is a playoff football team? Also, evidently, Hartman isn't a Heisman type about dude. Yeah, the Heisman, I would say, is, is done. I mean, he lost to Ohio State. Sure, he had a great moment tonight, but stats aren't going to be there. They're just not going to be there. He's not going to play Central Michigan six times a year. So if they went out, I I wouldn't rule him getting invited to New York. Still, I would. Yeah, because you. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I, I, after tonight, man, it's one week at a time. It, it's yeah, one, one week, week at a time, dude. Now we're back at a time. Remember the Friday show? The Friday video is like, you know, Notre Dame could talk about one week at a time. No, no, I'm sorry. It was with uh, it was with JD Piquel. I was like, gotcha. You know, we can talk about the big picture of the season. Oh, Notre Dame has just got to do one week at a time. No, I'm back on one week at a time. I get, I need to close my door real quick, Tim. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, one from got? oh, very generous fifteen dollars super chat from David says Notre Dame yeah. needed this win in the exact way to build up its confidence. Hartman has an edge. The team grew up tonight. Did you hear the crowd chanting Marcus Freeman? Yeah, I heard. Yeah, I heard that at the end. It was a great Notre Dame crowd. Uh, place was loud. It was rocking. So it was a nice run. But Notre Dame always travels really good, especially in that Carolina area. Every time there's a game down there, the place is standing room only of Notre Dame people. So that was pretty awesome. But uh, yeah, great. Yeah, you, you go 90 some odd yards and win that game. <laughs> Huge confidence because those guys are in there and we could be negative. He stunk, blah, blah. We, believe me, there's 8,000 negative things when you win. I've been in locker rooms where you you win a game by a point or a, two points a last second. Uh, we went 80 yards one year to kick a last-second field goal and beat a team that we're a 1,000 times better than, and we had to kick a field goal. You have games like that. But going back to Mike Singer's point earlier, man, the first thing you said is is so true. you gotta got to be happy. You went on the road, college game day, literally seconds away from Duke's biggest victory in the history of their program beating Notre Dame, Notre Dame. Yep. So David Bennett really appreciate the, the generous super chat. Yeah. Uh, super chat here says one yard line 10 was an illegal review. Yeah. I've touched on that. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's, that's amazing that. that they did that. Yeah. You don't see that often that, that even that whole situation. Can we win out your thoughts? Probably not. Man, I'm not. Jeez Louise. I'm not thinking of anything. I'm not even. I'm just glad that we can have the conversation, right. Tim, because I seriously thought that was going to be four and two. I looked over at my wife and I said, I can't believe they're about to lose this effing game. Yeah. Um, 
No, I mean, I love my wife, Tim. She's she's in the room right next door. And my cat came in and opened the door. So I go and then I close the door. I don't want to close it all the way. So my cat's locked near. And then what does my cat do? Runs out of the room and then comes right back in. So I'm going to leave you with this real quick, Tim, and then we'll, we'll continue on. Oh, wrong, uh, wrong, wrong. There we go. There we go. <laughs> no, you ask, can Notre Dame win out? Yeah, the easy answer is yes, they can win out. But what's the reality of that is probably slim. Just because somewhere somehow they're gonna get they're gonna get beat because of perimeter play. I think some of the the main questions going Notre Dame is the same team. It's like the, that we talked about in August. Thought the D line was gonna be. It's an average group of guys, I truly believe. They play hard, but it's average at times. And you got a wide receiver group that's just not great. I mean, we could be happy. Tobias, you know, scores the 80-yard touchdown against Central Michigan. Who cares? It's Central Michigan. He should, right? Um, Things of that nature. And the three power five teams they've played now, you know, Notre Dame has has struggled. Even North Carolina State, let's go back to that game. I think it's 24-17 until it's turnover central. You know, by uh, NC State and Armstrong. Armstrong looked horrible last night against Louisville. Those two teams, that was like one of the most boring football games I've ever seen in my life, Uh, the Louisville-NC State game late night. So, yeah, Notre Dame, the three power five games, they've struggled. I mean, they're good. I'm going to be surprised if they lose one, two. I mean, which which would really stink, tell you the truth. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be wide receiver play. It's going to be wide receiver play. Uh, it just is. It's going to be wide receiver play. And, and if whatchamacallit, Al Golden continually wants to just play six in the box and think he can stop the run with six guys each and every series when they're just running power and counter. Yeah, it's, it's, it's maddening watching some of the defense at times. Is play action banned from the playbook, Tim? <laughs> uh, yes, because <laughs> they don't do it a lot. I mean, it's run. Okay, second down. I'm gonna shotgun. Everyone knows I'm drop back. No, I hear you. It's uh, yeah, they yeah, they're not a big play action team, which which is interesting. They tried an RPO. Flores doesn't even look for the ball. Hartman hit. If Hartman hits him, it's a slant and go. And uh, Flores didn't even look for the damn football. So it's like, dude, that's timing. That's freshman. That's missing Jaden Thomas, who they've done the the RPOs with this year. So that's um. Just a little side note when you're when you're losing the wide receivers they had tonight. Yep, David with a very uh, another generous super chat. Uh, what are what? Oh yeah. So the odds be great or small when the breaks are beating the boys. Hey, yeah. What are the odds, right? The Notre Dame fights along there. No, it great comeback, man. I mean, Notre Dame's got some great comebacks in their history. This is definitely one. <laughs> this is up there. This is pretty. This is a nice. Uh, this nice comeback win. David, really appreciate it. Archie's boys, $2 Super Chat, no comments. Uh, do appreciate the support for tonight. Shall be looking for a comment from you, buddy. I'm in the comments. Francis says uh, Notre Dame with Marcus Graham tonight after a tough loss this week is greater than Notre Dame with BK after and his loss tonight onward. To victory from your lips to God's ears, for sure, Francis. Appreciate yeah. the 499. Rob Simpson, 21 points for... Notre Dame's, uh, excuse me, $20, $21 super chat uh, following Notre Dame's 21 points. Uh, Tim, your hair is noticeably grayer since Thursday. You stressed out about something? 
Well, number one, I need a haircut and my wife keeps telling me and I'm so stubborn. I'm like, no, I'm going to go another week. So it's like uh, just being lazy. Yeah, but the stress, seriously, the stress the last two weeks has been um, crazy, fun. That's life as a Notre Dame uh, fan. And, and now obviously the players are going through it. The coaches are going through it. So, yeah, it's crazy. I mean, seriously, Mike, I was like, I, I was upset when that fourth quarter started. I'm like, are you kidding me? Seriously, I was upset, man. Offense was so bad. Tim, we are getting close. We're, we're, just we're, do what you got to do. I'm here. We've got several over. super sets still, and I want to go through play-by-play that final drive. I just want to recap sure. it, and, and that's going to be fun. But uh, right, and be nice. you guys have been fantastic with the super chats. Always uh, very, very generous, and we are blessed for sure. Ian with five says that we need a coaching staff. For our coaching staff, love should get 15 touches every game. I don't think we understand what we have in love. Yeah, he's a freak, but, I mean, estimate – is as well. He had, I mean, estimated a pretty good game in his own his body game. blows too. I like to use that term body blows, uh, just physicality, just coming after people and it hits you at times as that big touchdown run did. But I, I love love that dude is, he's only a freshman. Let's don't, let's, I mean, he's playing. Remember estimating a play as a freshman. So let's get that right. He's way above estimate at the same yeah. point in their careers as freshmen. So let's, Let's remind ourselves of that. Love's a special football player. He runs. He is so much more physical than I ever gave that kid credit for. Yeah. He is tough as nails. He doesn't running back. Yeah. He he he's long and lean, but yeah, he's he yeah, he looks really good. Yes. Um, he's gonna yes, be he is he an NFL back. drafted tailback yeah. in a couple of years. Yeah, he yes. is the next guy up. Um, uh, CC Schwab too says, Keep the change, you filthy animals, guys. Uh, ties are still staying on, but uh, appreciate it. Uh, Chris says, it. Any oh, we talked about this one already. Um, yeah, yep. Zachary says, With four dollars, very generous. Um, concerned about O production, especially at receiver thoughts. There also, was that not a carbon copy of last week's game with Notre Dame playing Ohio State? <laughs> Notre Dame was up 13 to zero, and it was like Notre Dame should be up. 28-0, like oh, it, it just couldn't capitalize. And then in the second half, just nothing was going offensively. Nothing. I mean, it's punt, punt, punt. We're, punt Zachary, we are concerned. We are very concerned about yeah, it's, the receivers. It's the wide receivers. And as long as those guys are back next week and their hamstrings aren't going to be one of those lingering hamstrings, yeah. I mean, look at this. the second half, Mike. They got a field goal, then it's punt, punt, punt. It's just boom, and then obviously they close out the the game. But a couple punts in the first half as well. You know, the touchdown run, punt, field goal off the interception, punt, miss field goal, punt. No, it was a, it was ugly. I mean, I've said that a thousand. It was an ugly night, an ugly night. But yeah. winning is a hell of a lot better than losing, and they yeah. won. It is. It it matters, man. It yeah. matters. Zachary, uh, do appreciate that. I just thought this was funny. PTS Notre Dame disorder says, uh, Hello, yeah. Batelho targeted a guy's butt. Hello. Okay. All right. I felt bad for Jordan, man. It's like, man, seriously, I'm like targeting. You just hit the guy in the butt. Jeez. <laughs> oh, That's a tough one. Would tough Cam one. Williams be our number one receiver tonight? I mean, hey. it's kind of impossible to answer that question, but he's oh, so good, dude. Who hey man, I'm not jinxing that kid, Mike. Who knows? We said this guy was good, that guy was good, this recruit's good, that guy recruit good, man. I ain't saying anything. Yeah. Who knows with wide receivers? Yeah. 
Appreciate it though, Ian. Um, he's definitely be the highest ranked, that's for sure, and fastest. Steve Bam says, "Who has the better hair?" Tim has the far. Tim's head of hair. If if I could look like Tim, and Tim's got what twenty years on me, if I could look like Tim right now, being twenty years younger than Tim, I would take that in a heartbeat. Look at this. I mean, look at this handsome guy. My best friend in the world. Oh, thanks, Tim. Start shaving. Hey, seriously, my my good buddy David, who's in Australia, uh, started shaving his head at thirty. He turned thirty. Mike started losing. He's like the hell of it. Been big razor ever since. So it was like my dad didn't give me those good genes. <laughs> Tim, think you are wrong with Saban and no Tommy Reese's Notre Dame team is top four easily. With Saban, if Nick Saban was at Notre Dame, sure, I'll take that. Is that what he's saying? With Saban and no Tommy Reese, this is a top play. Top four? Well, I mean, we'll I mean we'll find out in the next couple of weeks, won't we? We'll find out when they get SC if they're a top four team. Ian, appreciate it. ACC refs with standing goers. Jim McCarthy, one ninety nine. Appreciate it. Patrick James says I can sleep well tonight. The Scotch helps. Appreciate the ten dollars <laughs> super chat. Uh, he posted this twelve minutes ago, so I'm sure he's already asleep by now. So oh, but Patrick, I feel you. I feel you, Patrick. Appreciate the super chat and all the support. Eric says, by the way, what was that Tyree punt debacle? I didn't have. Oh, my God. What? What are you doing? I mean, okay, that goes back to just trying to force something. The night is struggling. Lack of I mean, I mean, let's be honest. We can say whatever Freeman, the practice and whatnot, just the lack of focus, trying to do something special. That was absolutely stupid as hell. <laughs> Just ridiculous. Who recovered that? I think it was Ramon Henderson. It was. Ramon Henderson recovered that. So thank you, Ramon. Yeah. Two plays later, Tyree had one of those plays where I'm like, oh, he is a good receiver again. Like, oh, yes. yeah. 22 yards. Yes. Um, yeah, Steve, I agree with you, buddy. Um, but, yeah, I don't know what Tyree was thinking there. Again, the ball was going forward. He's diving so, for it. What are you doing? Just a, a brain. fielder trying to – Win the World Series? What the heck? Yeah, brain fart there. Chris Allen just priming the ghouls, just priming the ghouls beyond Maris comments for tomorrow. Filter maybe needed. Love the show, gents. Thanks for what he'll do. I don't understand. Maris was all over the place in the first half. So I have to rewatch it. But yeah, he, I remember him missing a tackle where I texted you guys. Everyone misses a tackle, Mike. That's the story of Notre Dame's defense. Benjamin Morris misses one. Watts was just whiffed on. I mean, there's so many missed tackles. It's ridiculous. How about Ben Morrison giving up a couple catches today? Do you want to talk about lack of focus All on, got the fourth, on the fourth All down got pass? He's just staring in the backfield. He doesn't even take the guy outside. It's like – Which one are you talking about? Uh, Morrison, the one that they did the fourth yeah. down inside the red zone. He did one of those good old just dive at the shoestrings Yeah, on Riley Leonard. I mean, yep. Thomas Harper, when Notre Dame was in man – Right, Duke does all that motion to see if you know, kind of see if Notre Dame's and man they are, Harper. and then I don't know if Harper thought that someone else was going to pick up his man going across, but Harper just just jogging like, bro, you are way too good. You played way too much football to let this happen. He was on the bench at the end of the game. He did not look happy because I know Clarence Lewis played a bunch. Harper, I, saw that. Yeah. I mean, you know, Goolsby mentioned this on a show about the nickels, and we were texting about this tonight. Is like it is true. I mean, they do get hung out to dry, but. That is that position. You are man-to-man on that slot. Harper is just getting abused the last two weeks. So Notre Dame's going to have to figure that out when SC comes to town because yeah. 
Yeah, show's not ending, guys. At, le- at least I'm not planning on it. We're we're, we're definitely going to go a little bit more because yeah. we haven't even I haven't even gone through my show notes yet, which has been really no, no, any questions, rattle them off. Yep, CBAM uh, says, I do feel like the receivers are going through the motions. Is it a talent or motivation drive? I mean, if it's a motivation drive issue, they should not be playing football at the University of Notre Dame. I think it's a talent thing, Tim. Just speeds, yeah, route running. I mean, Flores is still young as could be. He's good. He's playing. Tobias is just an enigma. Um, and then Chris Tyree was the third string running back last year. <laughs> okay. The third string running back last year. And now we're asking him to go win games at slot, a position he's never played in his life. And it became the Mitch Evans show tonight. Yeah. I, I, I will say I was stunned they didn't run, try and run more swings or more running backs out of the backfield. Um, a few times just try and nitpick some pick routes for running backs tonight. I was a little surprised. They didn't try that to get those guys involved. See, man, appreciate all the love tonight uh, in the super chats uh, trash that SMA pulled out the night, night celebration. I just remember him doing the LeBron one, the first touchdown and I'm not a LeBron guy. So I didn't love that, but trash appreciate the $2 and uh blazing down earth says, uh, just survive in advance on to next week. Hell High yeah. Five, it's going to be. Yes. High Third five on that straight, one, exactly. Third straight, 7.30 p.m. Eastern time. And with that, we have caught up on Super Chats, but not anymore because John just posted one. He said, is it me or are we never running running back screens this year? I just want to see love and space so bad. Yeah, I mean, Notre Dame almost beat Ohio State off of a screen there at the end of the game. But, uh, yeah. No, good question. But I think they were just – man, those guys were running and covering things pretty good. They're – Duke's – Duke's well-coached football team on defense, man. Those guys are outstanding. But I do agree, at least even if it's not so much a screen, it's more – they did a, a bunch of dump downs to some running backs at times, but I agree. I, I, I was a little surprised they didn't create draw up running back pass plays to try and get them out in the flats a little bit better tonight to help because the wide receivers are struggling so bad. All right. I uh, appreciate the Super Chat, John. All right, Tim, let's go back through that last drive. Sure. Okay. So Notre Dame gets the ball. Let me see how much time was left on the clock. Um, 90 seconds. It was 235. 235, okay. Okay. And then the, it ended with 31 seconds. I think Notre Dame only had about one timeout. Uh, I think – I don't know. I think they might have had all three. I uh, think about it. I, I charted it. I can't find it. Yeah. Um. But anywho, put the plays up. I want to see what they are because I'm just walking around the basement like. <laughs> just seeing, you know, I went got my tie. I went got my tie on. I think on the Evans one of those. I came down. I was like, oh my god, you got a first down. Okay, yeah, you got to put the tie on during the car. You you got to you got to lay it out before the game. Come on, you got to. Oh, well, I was laying out. I was so upset after Riley Leonard pooch punted. I was like, oh my god, how they going to go 96 yards with receivers as good as me? It's like come false on. start pushes yeah. Notre Dame back inside the three. Inside the three yard line with 2.30 left in the game. Play action on Rico Flores to get Notre Dame out to the 16. So lucky. So lucky that Notre Dame got that. Very, very fortunate. Maybe not lucky, very fortunate. I love the drive concept, which if you play Madden or you know any of those you know football video games or you have the short the the shallow cross. And then behind that, you got the, the the dig route. So the linebacker goes on the shallow crosser, 
And then you got Mitch Evans pretty wide open, and that yes. was on third and long. Oh, Dame's then at the 25-yard line. Next play, Hartman all day to throw, thank goodness. Finds a wide open Rico Flores. Yep. That got to the Duke 41-yard line, and now we're cooking with gas. Spencer Schrader can hit 95-yard field goals, so <laughs> <laughs> he can hit it 95 yards. It might just end up in the student section. It might hit the, oh, the, the trombone player. I'm with but, you. Um, Spencer Schrader gets he's probably he's playing me, Mike. He's killing me, that guy. So Notre Dame's at the Duke 41. Then the Merriweather offensive pass interference puts Notre Dame back to its own 44. A killer, and you're thinking, is Notre Dame now can can they get back into field goal position because Notre Dame's just kind of willing its way down the field? Yes. I mean, they are just doing everything that they can with their lack of being able to push the ball to the outside of the field. Um, so Notre Dame gets back to its own 44 yard lines. Um, and then I wrote bump off the estimate. I don't know what happened on that play. Just a little dump, dump, dump off. Yes. Dump. Yes. A dump off the estimate gets back yeah. into Duke territory, yeah. incomplete second down. Hartman kind of got hit, lofted one to, to Evans. Couldn't. That, yeah. That just went right over his head. I thought he right was going to grab that catch, man. Yeah. Uh, third and 16 from the Duke 47 unblocked. Blitzer up the middle. That was when I think Duke just brought seven. That's the Evans one. That's the one that's Evans. I thought he was going to catch that. He could have no, 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 no. That, that was the play before. And then remember Hartman gets hit and almost throws the pick. Yes. Where Duke had the dive at it and they didn't catch it. But oh. I, I want to say that Duke brought seven and Notre Dame only had six in the block. Or they, yeah. they it was six on six and Notre Dame just had a double team somewhere just missed the block. Um, and then uh, fourth and six, 41 seconds left, Mike. 41 seconds left. Hartman picks it up, gets inside the 30 or right at the 30, and then uh, estimate runs it in, bouncing off tacklers from 30 yards. Great out. cutback he had, man. Unbelievable cutback. Just finding that little seams in there, that was nice. And um, yeah, I was a nervous wreck because I'm just like, Schrader scares the hell out of me. And I'm like, oh my God, they're going to, because they handed it off just to try and get the ball in the middle, which was Schrader. Who cares? They got, you guys shanks them all over the place. You don't even know where you can kick from. He kicks it a thousand miles. I mean, he kicks it so damn high. I mean, the dude literally has a leg. There's no denying that. He could probably make his, you know, 70 yarder with his eyes closed, but he's that crazy. Then the two point play is awesome, man. Rico just sinks back, little dump. That was so nice. Be honest, how loud were y'all when Hartman got that that first on fourth down? I was just yelling expletives. Um, I, I sent Singer a text like, "Dude, you're gonna have to give me a minute, man." I was like, "I'm having a heart attack." I was like, "I was just like the most like, oh my god, my hand." I was like, "I was clapping like crazy." I'm down. I'm like I said, my football office down in the basement. I have and um, yeah, oh yeah, I was I was hyped up. I was hyped up and uh, going crazy. Uh, <laughs> I was yelling and screaming. I don't want to wake the family up, but uh. Yeah, yeah, I was I was pretty hyped. That was that was a huge turn of events, man. Just crazy turn of events. I mean, this thing yeah. was done. I yeah. mean, we're seriously talking about the Outback Bowl getting ready to play LSU in the Outback Bowl. A couple of eight and four football teams. You know, oh my gosh. Hartman rubbed his beard on his injury. He's fine. Comment from CC Schwab. That's funny. <laughs> uh, well, Tim. I- we're, we're caught up on super chats hour yeah. 22 in i've got more i got another video to edit tonight from jack and tyler 
and um yeah still still more work to do tonight before waking up in the morning and having more content and we will have the Goolsby show 7 p.m eastern 6 p.m central that is going to be an exciting show with the former notre dame linebacker and captain so make sure um you tune in for that one yeah just yeah no i hear you mike let's i'm gonna go listen to freeman's press conference and um <laughs> it's like some guy just texted not caught up <laughs> seriously man, let's just close this thing out we haven't been going almost an hour and a half it's heck of a win a billion mistakes sloppy as, as heck at times the penalties were maddening missed tackles at time o-line looked like a sieve at times hartman couldn't hit a side of a barn at times with his inaccurate he was very inaccurate at times notre dame has wide receivers that are just slow as molasses it looks like on some plays mitch evans he's like where's my nfl money Couple yep. games on he balled out. I mean, seriously, it was like Notre Dame. You, you just felt all the momentum just being sucked out of them, and this is still only a twenty-one fourteen game, fourteen points to Duke, which is crazy. You know, they played out of their minds. Like I told you, they when they got Duke into third and long, Duke was only two for ten against the dime package, six DBs out there. So we may see that a ton against SC. So get ready, but. uh Big win, man, and we'll do this again next week, Mike, as we get play Louisville on the road. Louisville, that place is going to be rocking. That's a great crowd, great atmosphere. Notre Dame, I think, is going to take a big sigh of relief, get back on the road and play their play their butts off next week. Yeah, Mitchell Evans definitely has made himself a lot of money in the past yes. couple of weeks. Yeah, yes. he is showing out. So, yeah, Mike Goolsby Show tomorrow, 7 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, Tim will be back on our YouTube channel Wednesday night of a Thursday morning recruiting show. I mean, we're we're loaded on our Blue and Gold YouTube channel. But if you are like, man, I just need more Notre Dame content, head over to blueandgold.com, read some of the articles on the site, go chat with the blueandgold.com message board. Actually, just let me guys, let me show you guys if you are not a member of the message board. What is the like the chat room? I know you guys do a live chat during the game. I that thing's got to uh, be a thousand. We had a thousand responses in that, which <laughs> surprised it's not higher. I mean, I mean, there's just a lot, a lot of people talking. So just get on that blueandgold.com message board. Thousands of other Notre Dame fans. Um, and the current deal we have right now is a dollar for a month. So if you're like, ah, I like Singer, or maybe you don't like Singer, but you like the YouTube channel and you you like Goolsby and you like Hyde, Hyde posts way too much on that message board. Honestly, Hyde, like, come on, man. I'm, I'm teasing. Hyde's fantastic on the board. Um, Goolsby will post on there. So if you like what we do on our YouTube channel, you're going to love um, the message board. And uh, you get all of the recruiting scoop, that you know, all the team coverage and everything. So please check that out at blueandgold.com. Well, that is going to uh, – that's going to do it. Uh, Chris – or uh, CC Schwab says now just the ties – uh, and go party. I'm going to pour myself a nice glass of whiskey and and, and yeah. continue working tonight. Um, so, Tim, I'm sure we'll be texting and uh, you'll be tuned into the Goolsby show. Hey, you are free to, to to be on it if you want. I mean, I love you and Goolsby talking ball. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, so, so. yeah, Sunday nights are always tough. But um, that's true. That's true. We'll just keep it. Yeah. Goolsby. Yeah, right they're always t- no, yeah, they're always tough. If, yeah, if I find a way to get on there, I can. Yeah. Um, I, I usually watch it late Sunday night. I never Absolutely. even watch them live. I always get it after. Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to end it there. Appreciate you all for watching. And as always, we will catch you next time. Yes.